0: Hey, it's Chell.
1: And Josh. And welcome Welcome to to the the Unstuck Unstuck Institute.
0: Institute. Stuck in a day job you hate? Not sure how to start and grow your
1: own business? The Unstuck Institute podcast is all about helping you take your next step on the road to working for yourself. Unstuckers. Josh here, as joined always, every week by my co-host Chell. Say what's up, Chell. What's
0: up, Chell? I mean Unstuckers.
1: Good job. Good job. Way to always follow instructions. The joke does not get old. Hey, what are we gonna do today, Chell? Are we gonna are we gonna go to a certain special room in the Unstuck Mansion?
0: I think we are. The library.
1: Let's do it. Welcome to the Unstuck Library. I've been listening to an audiobook. It's an older audiobook, and it's called Launch by Jeff Walker. It came recommended to me uh, uh, a few a few different places all at once in the last like few months. And I was like, okay, all right. Everyone's like, this is like Godfather of launch or whatever, uh, internet launches specifically. So I was like, all right, let's read it and see what's going on. So Chell and Unstuckers. Let me tell you all about it. And Unstuckers, since this is previously recorded, you can't reply, so too bad. But Chell, feel free to ask questions. We'll do. <laughs> Excellent. There's three main points I want to cover in summary of this book, all right? So number one, here's a, here's a thing you may have heard us say before or other people say before or you may have heard before in general. Uh, the email list is king. That's where you make your money. A thousand percent, that is where he he really hammered home a point. I think we've said before, like social media, you're playing in somebody else's backyard, and if they turn on the sprinklers, oh, well. That's their prerogative, right? And that is like Facebook changed its algorithm and says you have to pay to play now. Too bad. That's Facebook's prerogative. Uh, an email list, you own the contact information. Um And not only that, like, as you know, uh, social media is evolving quickly in terms of the feed constantly scrolling. So like anything you post on Twitter is gone in, in like four seconds. Anything you post on Instagram is probably gone in like a few hours, right? Gone from Facebook in a day from all the people you're trying to get a hold of. But the email is not gone until that person deals with it. So that's also like a plus I'd never really thought of before. Yeah. And so that's that's lovely. And that's direct contact. And there's no algorithm that's going to change and say, you can only get to 5% of your email subscriber list uh, unless you pay to play like Facebook or whatever, you know?
0: So sticking on that topic, how many, how many emails should one send?
1: Well, I'll tell you. <laughs> in terms of a launch, now this is only in terms of a launch. Some people like to continually email and newsletter and whatnot and this has nothing to do with any of that so i don't have any new information on that part but um point number two way to lead me into it shall is uh <laughs> is what he calls the pre-launch formula oh wait first let me go back let me say that um i know a lot of you uh may be in a position where you don't have that many subscribers. A lot of you may be in a position where you have zero subscribers uh, to an email list. That's okay, we're gonna get to that. But the one thing you can do if you already have a business in place is you can make what's called a squeeze page where you take your website and you remove all the, the side things, the other clickable things, the menu, all of it's gone on this one page. And they have two options. They can either sign up for your email list, and usually you want to incentivize that because you don't just say, join my newsletter because nobody wants to. But if you go, hey, download my free PDF, just enter your email, and it will be automatically emailed to you, that's something of value that people might exchange their email for. Um, So two options. They either exchange your email address for the thing you're giving away, or they leave. That's it. And, and the, the reason behind that is you're thinking, oh, I don't want them to leave. Like I better keep the menu on and this other like blog article I wrote and just in case I'll keep them on my site. No, no, everyone bounces from sites so quickly these days. It, it doesn't matter if you're thinking like they're going to explore my blog for hours today. No, they're not. (laughs) So like you want to give them two options. You don't want to give them the opportunity to get distracted from your main goal, which is collecting email addresses. So that's what the point of the squeeze page is, is get that email address or get them gone. No worries either way. Um, If they say no, they're not for you. No big deal. You'll find the next one, right? Um, Okay, so then two, once you have any sort of list, and this could be like 20, 50, 100 people, this could be 1,000, 10,000, way more people. Whatever you got, great. Um, If you're going to launch something, which again is what this book is all about, Jeff Walker recommends what's called the pre-launch, and that is giving away a bunch of cool content before you launch the thing that you're trying to sell. So if you're trying to sell a course or coaching or a book or something, you can preview some of that content, and you can give away more details about the thing that's coming up all at the same time. He recommends doing about three emails, spaced about two to three days apart leading up to your launch. So, you know, from your launch day, two to three days before content number three comes out, two to three days before that, content number two goes comes out and so on. Um, and the idea here is that you're you're building hype. Um, some people won't see the first email for some reason. They might see the second one or they saw the second one, but they didn't really read it. They see the third one. They do read it. It gives them opportunities to actually read one of them at least. And you're also positioning yourself as the expert. I mean, probably the reason they're on your email list is that they see you as the expert and they wanted they wanted your PDF to download or whatever. But it solidifies you as the expert as you're just giving away tons of information. And don't be shy about giving things away. So that's the pre-launch. Have you ever done anything like that?
0: Have I done anything like that? I have not. Um... I kind of half-assed my initial online course launch. I was just like, okay, it's done. Here you go, world. With right. No plan at all. Um so, don't do what I did, guys. <laughs> yeah. But I was going to ask, so in those emails, do you think you can catch more of an audience with like videos and infographics in those emails? Like is it worth the time to like spend time into that versus just having text? Like white background, black text in an email?
1: Yeah. Great question. Um, He says that right now video is king. Um, So he definitely recommends video. He also said you don't have to. So if you're just terrified of video for some reason, don't be scared. Doing something is better than nothing. Um, But he still thinks that video is king. So if you can get in front of the camera, good for you. If you can get in front of a microphone and have a slideshow. Good for you. He said he kind of put those on kind of an even playing field. So if you don't want your face to be seen, if it makes you too nervous, don't worry about it. Just get a slideshow together and make it happen. Um, yeah. So he, he definitely recommends video, but you know, graphics uh, to the point text, it's all good. It's all good stuff. But these days, a lot of people are, are, dissecting their information via video online so you might as well jump in with what everyone else is doing in that sense anyway
0: and obviously the content that you're giving them for free should be niche specific
1: right yeah it should be related to whatever you're releasing so if you're releasing like your course shell on um on cooking in the home blah blah busy families you wouldn't want your like first email to be like hey guys I just volunteered at the fire department today it was total fun here's what I learned about the the poll the emergency slide poll besides that it's fun like that has nothing to do with anything <laughs> so yeah, like for sure could be a fun story whatever on your Instagram but like <laughs> but not not gonna help your pre-launch it doesn't count as one of your content driven emails for the pre-launch um, and then every every email should close with um, Hey, this thing's coming out in two weeks, one week, three days, whatever. Um, sign up here to like get on the, you know, pre-sale list or whatever kind of call to action you you can come up with, so that they don't just passively read the email. Like get them to try and do something, because the more they do something, the more likely they are to continue and follow through with other things, including getting the thing that you're launching on the day. Yeah. Okay. And then this brings me to point number three. I rushed through the first two because I wanted to spend most time on this because uh, it definitely applies to me. I don't have much of an email list. I have, a, I have a small email list for my IT company, but that's kind of a separate thing. And I should say that Jeff Walker also mentions like he's got a bunch of lists. He's got like a list for this niche and that niche and da-da-da-da-da. And he's not like blasting everyone who's ever contacted him with everything he does because that's not going to work either. He can target the people that are like, this person's really into underwater basket weaving and I've got a new course in it. So I'm going to send this to my list of, you know, a thousand people who like that or whatever. Um, so keep that in mind too. It's, it's, you're not growing one big list for yourself. uh, if you do multiple things, keep in mind who they are, how they came to you, what their likely interests are based on, on that and keep them in a separate list.
0: That's a really good point. Uh, I, having moved several times, I actually break down where I know the person from on my MailChimp and if they're a practitioner or if they're a potential client. There you go. And then market specific based off of that.
1: So yeah cuz you know you might be you might be building one thing today or you might be living one place today and everything could change next year and no one really knows what the future holds but you know if you're an entrepreneur there's you're very likely to do more than one thing so just kind of keep keep good records keep track of everything like I'm, I'm building a list right now for the, the podcast course I'm making, and that is specific to people who came to me interested in making a podcast, right? And I'm, I'm labeling that as such, and I know what it is. Um, so keep that in mind. Now, point number three, what if you don't have a list at all or name recognition at all to be like, oh, I'm just going to like email people or post on my social media to my like 50 followers or whatever. If you don't have any of these things, this I think is where this book excels. Cause most anything I've seen about email marketing and launch formulas, et cetera, have all assumed you have a list, (laughs) you know, they've all assumed you've been doing this for years. So you already have at least a thousand people's emails, correct? And no, no. and, and, (laughs) And no one has ever started with a thousand people's emails. Everyone has started with zero emails. You know, even the big boys, even the, the Tim Ferrisses of the world, Jeff Walker, the guy who wrote this book, I'm sure, they all started with zero emails subscribed, right? So the hard part is going to get them. Uh, but once you get traction, it all picks up speed and how much you're collecting emails and stuff. But how do you start? This is where I really like this book. So he's got, I think it's chapter nine, is called The Seed Launch. And what I like about this is this is assuming not only do you not have a list, you might not even have a thing yet. And it's kind of better if you don't have a thing and you'll see why. So your goal is to build a micro list. And the way you're gonna do this is you are going to use social media. So what you do need is an idea. That's why he calls it the seed launch. It's just a spark of an idea, a little seed that's going to grow, right? So this is a great way to to validate your idea as well as a great way to start collecting a email list. So you're going to start posting on social media, however you do. Videos are great. Uh, Slideshows are great. Infographics, Blog articles, whatever you got, you're going to start posting all this stuff and just give away all your content. And you're thinking, like, okay, so what if I want to make a course, an e course, and I'm just going to give it all away on Facebook? Yes, yes, you are. And here's why. So, one, you start instantly positioning yourself as a person of authority on whatever topic you're talking about. Why? Because you're in front of the camera, and humans are dumb, and we just kind of go with it. <laughs> so, like, even if you're just kind of researching stuff, and you're like, "Hey guys, I just found this out. I researched bats, and da 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 da. Did you know they're nocturnal?" And everyone's gonna be like, "Duh," <laughs> but still, um, <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna be viewed as a as a person of authority on that subject. So, start posting and be consistent about it. Um, either make a new social media page or just take over your personal account and only talk about this for a while. Once you start getting interest, you'll start seeing hopefully some engagement. Now, if you don't see any engagement or any interest in this for a good long while, then maybe your idea is not great, and that's certainly a possibility, Damn. right? It's just yeah, true, for sure. and that's why that's why you want to validate your ideas before you go to the expense and the time. Of making everything happen, right? Because uh, we don't want you to like launch your business in any way, shape, or form, and have you know crickets. Nobody shows up, um, especially if you've spent money on a website. Or da da da. Like social media is free, right? So webcams probably built into your. Phone or laptop that I assume you have because you're a podcast listener. So, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, this is a great way to validate your ideas. Start talking about it, see who engages. When they start engaging, on whatever topic. And again, if if no one engages, find a new topic, find a new idea. Um, but once they start engaging, you're going to start seeing comments and hopefully questions, and hopefully you're going to start seeing the same questions and the same comments come up. And that is going to start growing your little seed into a little plant, okay? Because you're gonna start going like, I'm gonna teach on bats, but everyone keeps asking me about what bats eat, or whatever. Or like, everyone keeps asking me about, are bats good pets, or whatever, (laughs) you know? like um, You just see like, there's a common question here. Everyone's got the same question about bats. So you can, once you start getting a bunch of comments, that's when you can start offering maybe a free webinar. And this is where you can collect emails. So you make yourself a little squeeze page where they can only sign up for your webinar and you get their email address or they can leave. And you market the webinar. Your whole topic on the webinar is exactly what everyone's asking, right? So you're being like, the, the perils of keeping a bat as a pet, a webinar, <laughs> you know, and, um,
0: so random,
1: I know, I love my random examples for building businesses. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, so that, that's when you start collecting emails. And if you, if you're having like every video you post on YouTube or Facebook live or, or whatever, you're getting, you know, tens of comments, hopefully, um, then, you're pro- hopefully able to get, you know, 50, 100 so people at a webinar. Like it may seem like a small number in terms of internet size, but keep in mind, like if you had 50 people over to your house to hear you talk about bats, you probably don't have enough seats for everybody, right? So like, <laughs> if you kind of think about it in in like real life, it's like, wow, 50 people wanted to listen to me talk about bats. That's crazy. So That is pretty cool. Right? <laughs> Uh, and nobody wants to hear me talk about bats, which is why I'm currently talking about bats. I'm getting it out of my system. <laughs> <laughs> so um, you can offer a webinar on a subject. Uh, if if you're getting a bunch of engagement and you don't really see a common thread, and you don't know what to make your webinar about, just do a Q&A. Like, ask me anything. That's totally valid as long as you're already seeing engagement and you have a topic that people look to you for so you're the expert on bats hey i'm gonna have a webinar about bats it's gonna be totally q a ask me anything um and see who comes that's totally valid as well either way you're gonna focus on what people get so it's kind of like what Chell was talking a while back about like focusing on people's pain points and and what is it they want out of whatever you're talking about um so this is where the bats thing kind of falls apart i don't know but (laughs) um like with my with my podcast course, for instance, um, my I'm focusing on: Are you afraid of the tech? Is something holding you back about not knowing what to do to get started with the podcast? Because I will break things down simply, and you can finally get started on that podcast you've had in the back of your head for months or years or whatever, right? So that's kind of like I know something's holding people back, and it's usually the tech, at least like if not how to record. It's more like where to upload things, all that kind of stuff. I'm going to break all that stuff down. So it's super, super simple. Um, And then I keep my tagline, make your voice heard. Because most people, especially in our 2020 uh, social media culture, just want to be heard and seen and validated, et cetera.
0: Yes, (laughs) ma'am.
1: So so I'm just saying, like, make your voice heard. You can actually get your voice out there. Um, So instead of saying, like, a webinar on BATS, Find the thing that is interesting about it, and what people grasp onto about bats and go from there, whether it's you know like
0: scat, why is this all over
1: caves? <laughs> yeah, there you oh. go, whatever they're talking about, what if people are really asking you like are should bats be pets, you can have a webinar on that if people are asking you um about. Are bats endangered? You can talk about that. I have no idea if they're probably not. (laughs) Maybe certain species. I have no idea. Don't come to my webinar on bats is all I'm saying. (laughs) Okay, so you do all this and you've, boom, you've started collecting email addresses. Now you have a webinar. You have a bunch of posts on social media. Now you've got what we call a bunch of content. So you can repackage that content sell it, and boom, you're in business. How do you repackage that content? You can get your videos or your webinar transcribed, format it, put it into a little PDF, boom, you've got an ebook, right? You can go back through all your social media posts and see which had the most likes, the most engagement, the most comments, the most questions. And you can say, I'm going to redo these topics in an e-course, boom, you're selling an e-course. So it's kind of... A, it's positioning you as authority. B, it's starting to collect email addresses. But C, it's market research. Yeah. So if you don't know what you're going to sell, but you just like a topic, an idea, a genre, or whatever, just start talking about it and see see what comes up. And the, the product will come out of people talking about it.
0: It's the millennial
1: version of market research. Absolutely. Without having to spend
0: any money on it.
1: It's no, it's no money. It's just time. For sure. And then what you're going to do is you're going to start doing what he calls a pre-pre-launch. So I talked about the pre-launch where you have like three pieces of content coming out a week, a week and a half before you launch your product, right? So the pre-pre-launch is what he calls an ask campaign saying like, hey, I'm thinking about doing an ebook on this topic. What would you help me with this? A, if you enlist people to help you, they're way more likely to be interested and watch you at least throughout the whole process, if not actually buy at the end. And that can be as simple as like, Hey, I made this little survey monkey survey. Will you just go check it out? It'll take you two minutes. Keep it, you know, short. So people aren't intimidated and they don't want And they actually want to do it for you. But you can see like, Hey, I saw these, I think these were the top five topics I saw in my social media things. Which ones are you the most interested in? Just click all that apply, right? Something short and sweet like that. A, you engage them. They're more likely to follow you through the whole process. And B, it's more market research.
0: So you're doing this post-webinar when you have email addresses?
1: When you have email addresses, correct. You could also do it on social media, but as we know about social media, it's hit or miss. Not everyone's going to see it. But you could email your list, the same questionnaire, and see who sees it. then you're going to follow up with an email explaining what you found from the survey so you're keeping them engaged with this whole process saying like hey you guys said this this was like the overwhelming answer i'm really excited about that that's really cool i am really excited to talk about bat scat and caves right (laughs) so um it just keeps them engaged it's it's social proof that like People are communicating with you, and you are listening, right? So it, it should keep them more and more engaged. And then between, you know, the emails and and like I said, the webinar, the social posts you already have, you've got a product on your hands. You just got to go make it now, whatever that is, right? And I'm talking mostly about informational products because that's where my head is at. But you could do this for all sorts of things, I'm sure. Yeah, and that's basically it. So that's your your seed launch. So if you've got nothing else, that's how you do market research. That's how you develop your idea before you spend any money on it.
0: I think that is huge. I wish I had done that before like my business, like I started my business and before I launched my course, because I think I would have had a more clear picture of what I wanted my niche to be then versus spending three years kind of lollygagging around figuring out what I want my niche to be.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Me too. Me too. I think it's, it's brilliant. You could do, I think you could do a solid job on this. Um, you know, in in two weeks to a month, if you just really focused on, on your social media presence with whatever topic of interest you have, like when I read this chapter, it it was just like, mind exploded. (laughs) It was like, this is how I'm going to do everything, every little idea I have about a side project or whatever from here on out because that's fantastic.
0: I mean, you're really just investing time. And if you're interested in the topic already, then it's not really an investment of time. It's spending more time on something you enjoy.
1: Right. Yeah, you're doing research. You're making yourself a better expert, et cetera, et cetera. You're going to make a better product because of all this that you totally. go through. But you're also going to garner interest in and get – emails from people. So, Um, so yeah, that's it in a nutshell. Um, You know, if you've already got a thousand uh, subscribers, then there's a lot in this book for you as well. Um, He goes into details about how to partner with other organizations to really make your launch fantastic. Um, So I highly recommend this book no matter what kind of stage you're on. But I know, you know, our audience leans more towards solopreneurs and just getting started type people so i wanted to highlight that seed launch especially
0: yeah i think that's really important and read the book guys or just listen to this podcast over and over again
1: over and over <laughs> but yeah if you're if you're beyond the seed launch i highly recommend read the book for other ideas and cool things
0: great book report josh a plus <laughs>
1: The Unstuck Institute podcast is brought to you by my very own podcast startup course. Are you ready to make your voice heard? You don't need to be a tech geek to figure out how to make that happen. The podcast startup course will walk you through everything you need to know to get started without breaking the bank. Log on to PodcastStartupCourse.com now and use promo code UNSTUCK at checkout to get the entire course for half off. That is only $25. com. It's time for a recap. Hey there, Unstuckers. Josh here. So, fun fact, you know, normally Chell and I record this going, you know, one, two, three, back and forth in alternating order for the recap, Uh, but today we totally forgot to do it. So I'm editing this late at night and I'm not gonna wake Chell up, so I'm just gonna do it myself. So, one, the email list is king. Two, pre-launch, send out content every two to three days at least three times before you launch. Three, use the seed launch to develop not only your launch, And not only your email list, but also your product. Well, then that is a wrap on episode 52. Damn. The Seed Launch. Uh, We'll be back next week. Website and show notes are at www.unstuck.institute.
0: Remember to follow us on Instagram at unstuck.institute. And if you love our podcast and would like to help us out, leave us a review on iTunes and Apple Podcast. It really helps out the show a lot. For instructions on how to leave a review, check out our website, www.unstuck.institute.
1: Talk to you next week when we'll be learning all about discovery calls from Chell.
0: The world has changed, and the only true security is your ability to create value and get paid for that value. Jeff Walker Oh, uh, I believe it is Sergeant Pepper in the library with a chisel.
1: I do believe you're mixing Beatles songs and board games, but (laughs) (laughs) good job. Uh, (laughs) Colonel Mustard? Anyway. There you go, not Sergeant Pepper.